What's up, everybody? It's the Disgruntled Sailor here. Just wanted to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, Rowdy Sailors. It's a lifestyle brand for the Rowdy Sailor and all of us. It's also active duty owned and operated. They're putting out some cool stuff from t-shirts, flags, hats, tumblers, even stickers. Make sure you go check them out. Their Instagram handle is at Rowdy underscore Sailors and go support one of your own. Make sure you tell them the Disgruntled Sailor sent you and start living that Rowdy lifestyle. The views expressed on the Disgruntled Sailor podcast are exclusively our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of any member nor the view of the United States Coast Guard. Furthermore, the podcast does not have any association with nor endorsement from the Coast Guard. We're just two individuals who happen to be in the military, expressing our own personal views and opinions. So sit back, relax, crack a cold beer, unless you're underway, then next watch motherfucker. You doing the intro or am I doing the intro? I'm doing it, you fat bitch. In a world. Fucking go then. What's up, you motherfuckers? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Disgruntled Sailor Podcast. Uh, as always, I have my co-host, Mr. Miami, here with me. Ahoy. And we have a uh, a special guest. I think we agreed to call him C. Is that right? Yeah, Charlie. We're gonna go with we're Charlie. Gonna go Charlie. 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 Okay, Charlie. Um, yeah, we got a special guest. They're going to talk about. Um, Something pretty cool that, you know, I've been in 15, 16 years, and I'm not really familiar with the program, so I'm pretty excited to have him here. Uh, so, Charlie, why don't you go ahead and um, tell us as much or as little about yourself as you want to. All right. Um, been in for 14 years, Cutterman, done all that, done the MSRT thing, done the counter drug. Uh, currently, right now, I'm at the uh, Aviation Training Center and trying to earn my wings as a gunner's mate. That's pretty rad. Um, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but that's rad. I'm just excited for this topic because guns are neat. Um, all right. So first thing we had to cover is the shenanigans that you incited with the Master Chief Petty Officer of the Coast Guard. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let me pull it up because I don't want to like misspeak. Oh, this is a doozy of a twosie, dude. Just stay oh, I, I saw it. <laughs> Oh, you saw it? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the one where he's like, if you... "All right, so, so, as we all know, like last week, whenever I posted that giveaway, uh, CG memes tagged uh, the Pog, the commandant, the vice commandant in the comment section, and I jokingly said, you know, if any one of them even likes it, I'll send them out some free merch. So he liked it, as we covered in last episode." Uh, but then there were some responses that he's followed up on since then. And he was like, uh, real, real quick. So Jim- the, wait, wait. The Master Chief Petty Officer of the Coast Guard is the highest ranking enlisted person in the Coast Guard. Yeah. He's the only just, E-10 in the fleet. Just so everybody knows, Mommy. Uh, he said, thanks, gentlemen, but I'll have to respectfully decline. Unfortunately, it's against policy to accept gifts. Stay safe out there, though. And so... Me being me, I was like, I can't not respond. I still got to shoot my shot. So I said, um, yeah, we know the rules. Figured it was worth a shot, though. I go, if you ever want to do a collab with the 1MC and us, you know where to find us. So I'm hoping, like, 
I don't know if he runs his Instagram page or if it's, it's like got to be a hat somewhere. It's, it's a hat bitch some, somewhere. Some PA runs it or whatever. But I'm hoping, you know, maybe we can get the MIGPOG on here. I'm sure you guys would all like that. So that would be you want to cool. hear something funny? Um, I can't say that. It's gonna. Be, I'll tell you later, though. Remind me to tell you offline. Um, if I say it, it's going to give away too much about me. But don't really forget to mention who runs the Master Chief Petty Officer of the, Pet, of the Coast Guard's Instagram page. Because I got some fucking deets. <laughs> like, some in deets. All right. Like, I did a favor for someone, and just things are things are in motion. So just Isn't that how it always works? Offline. You just do a favor, and next thing, just things just start happening. I, That's how it always works. Like, la- yeah, like last week, uh, somebody asked me for something that I normally throw in the trash. And I was like, yeah, dude, I, sure. Here, knock yourself the fuck out. I didn't even, I was like, yeah, I'm throwing it away. And like I gave it to him, and then the next day he brings me two bottles of homemade wine. He's like, you don't have to do that, man. He's like, you know, it's just it's a it's a thing. You know, you help me out, I help you out. I was like, well, I was gonna, you just saved me a trip to the dumpster. He's like, well, still, here's some wine. So I'm drinking that shit. <laughs> oh, um, so like you know, like I remember. So Charlie, I used to live with you when your son was like what, like two diapers. He was in diapers though, right? Remember, mm-hmm. it's an odd, it's odd, it's audio. You got to talk. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> tasting the beer. I was like, <laughs> I thought we lost him. <laughs> Just sit still. Yes, yeah. So you know, I've seen your son go all the way from you know because we went to your house uh, last year. You know, what? Huh? <laughs> then get something to eat. Yeah, I was actually uh, just thinking so, about that. Yeah, so. I knew your son when he was a baby. Uh, we ran into, we went to your house last year for a birthday party, and now he's playing little league. And like, you're taking the progression of steps with your son that I already got to take with mine. It was pretty rad. And I think I, like, I've been trying to imp- like impose certain values and things on my son. And I think I may have gone too far, or maybe I just went just the right amount because we were at my in laws last weekend. Sure, man. Gosh, um, he's getting big. That's the smallest one. I know. <laughs> yeah, take him upstairs. Take the lid too. Um, so we were stale fruit we were my, later. Yeah. So we were at my in laws last weekend, and it was me and my boy playing spades against my two brother in laws. And I forget what I was saying. I was like, I said something, and I was like, my sister in law is, you know, she's like, watch your mouth, you spread too much. I go. Well, I'm tough, so I can fucking swear whatever I want. And my son looks at my brother-in-law, his uncle, and goes, is that why cousin J- Uncle Jared never swears? Because he's not tough? And I was like, oh. Because <laughs> I was yeah, like, well, that's exactly I, fucking well, right. I, I think I kind of said, I was drunk when it happened, so I wrote it down drunk. And it was pretty much like, well, when you're tough, you can swear. And he's like, is that why Uncle Jared doesn't swear? And I was like, damn, boy, like. <laughs> That was fucking low, like right in the just fucking. Calling, yeah, just calling him out, bro. Yeah. Oh man, like you're you're 40 years old. You just let a 12 year old fucking burn you, you know? So like, I'm not sure if I'm like impressed or like maybe I should keep an eye on that motherfucker. Nah, you know? I think he's doing all right. <laughs> and he's still doing better than me. Um. So <sighs> next, so remember, mom ordered some coffee from Oak and Iron and exploded, and it was very yep. rude of the coffee company. I'm very upset. Um, it was not it, their fucking fault, bro. Exactly. It's their it's their fucking coffee. 
They made up like, for it. It's fine. If if I genetically make a Velociraptor and it gets loose and eats eight kids, that's my fault, right? I made not it according to Jurassic Park. No, it's not. I, okay, well, I used the wrong. Uh-huh. I used the wrong. <laughs> um, so she sent. She she finally got took it into her office, and I guess there's this lady that just like writes these exquisite soliloquies, and she wrote. I was like, well, yeah, like send us a fucking eat, like a, a review when you guys get it. It was like a page. Like it was so big. I didn't even read it. I just forwarded it right yeah. to Dan. Oh, you didn't read it? I, it was so long. Like, you know, when you see like a like you're scrolling Instagram or whatever. And like there's like a really long fucking like it's all words. And you're like, I ain't fucking reading that. You just go to the next one. Like, well, you know, if, it's not if my Sandy's guess. wondering. I, I read it, Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> What'd it say? It was like a fucking paragraph and a half. It was fucking long, uh, but it was saying something about they grew up like in the like on a ranch and like they grew up with like cowboy coffee and they're, they're tired of this frou frou fucking shit that you get at Starbucks. And this was uh, a nice addition to getting some like that that old feeling. What the fuck? You got a new lunchbox? Yeah, it's a unicorn. That's a backpack. <laughs> And if you go like this, the sequence goes. The oh, other that is way. so you. Yeah, yeah, but they were saying it's like a new. <laughs> it, it made them feel like they were back home on the ranch drinking coffee again instead of this like bullshit you get at fucking Starbucks. Yeah, and Dan was like, "That's a," he's like, "That's the newest. That's the new top uh, review that he's got." Does he put those on his website? Like when we send him reviews, does he put it on his website or anything? I don't know. I haven't like looked at reviews on his website so i don't know i mean i can do it like right now coffee that much so that's it's okay all right next so um we took a poll the other day whether i should start my own instagram account or not which i did okay for reference the the other day was like a month and a half ago you know, the other day could be six years ago <laughs> from when you were born to the present. <laughs> it could be. It's it's a figure of speech. The other day, it's always a Wednesday. You know, it's always a Wednesday. <laughs> um, so I was at this cheer competition, and um, I don't want to talk about the cheerleading competition, but I wanted to start a new Instagram because I wanted to, I wanted a way to get the trivia questions for our upcoming trivia segment. Yeah, without, without me you seeing going, them. without you seeing them, because me and you have an off a side bet going, um, and I wanted to be able to get them, and you know, I wanted to be able to interact with people the way you get to interact with them on the page, because like I don't have access to that page. I like, know. Not I refuse you... to give you. I refuse to give you access to that page. Why? I'm not going to do anything weird with it. I feel like you would ruin it in like five minutes. Nah. that's like your fucking opinion, man. You showed me uh, one response today to one message you got, <laughs> and I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Yeah, okay, so hold on. let me let me let me read it because I had to Google. I had to Google what he what he meant because I had never heard the term before. Um, and he goes, "Hey yo, congratulations on your Instagram page and the success of y'all's podcast." Period. Blind hog kind of situation, huh? And I had never heard of Blind Hog. I assumed it meant like, you know, I didn't know what it meant. So I Googled it real quick. And the first one that came up was when you get a piece of poop stuck in your dick hole from butt fucking someone. 
and I said, <laughs> so I responded like, "Blind hog is it when your dick will get shit in it from butt fucking?" Or we're like that our podcast was a surprise success, and he didn't respond back, and that was like six hours ago. I may have see, lost the follow. See what happens. Know. See what happens. <laughs> it was a genuine question. I like if you send me something like, "Hey, you ever heard of this?" Engine part, I'm like, I don't know, let me Google it. If it's like, yeah, that's when you get shit in your dick, I'd be like, oh, is that what you're talking about? Like, <laughs> he started it, you know? So I don't, I'll be like, oh, dude, I'm doing my best here, okay? <laughs> I'm doing my fucking best. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so the reason I started it was um, uh, so I can interact with people and get some trivia questions. But I think if, you know, you guys get me like, Let's see. What's today? Today's Saturday. If you guys can get me to like 400 followers by the end of Friday, I'll post my ass tattoo. Not my butthole or my ass crack, but the tattoo that's on my ass. It's a great so story. Friday, give give them the date because because this I'm not going to release this episode oh, until like next uh, week. So it's like I'm releasing the one we did. Week? I'm releasing the one we did yesterday or the other day, like tomorrow. And so the okay, past so couple the, ones I've been releasing okay, on Sundays. So, let's say the twelfth. So you're gonna release. So today's the twelfth. You're gonna release the first the first FRC tomorrow on the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Yes. So that means you're gonna release this one on the twentieth. Okay. Right. I'm asking. Is that is that the Sunday? Yeah, that's the next Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so if they can get me to 500. You said 400, bitch. You can't just up your numbers. (laughs) Why start low? Yeah, 500. It's got to be 500. 500. 500. There it is. 500, and you all get to see the tattoo that's on my ass. Not that I don't know if anyone wants to see it. Maybe I'll lose followers. Like, I'm not watching that. Watch him get fucking banned from Instagram for posting news. As long as you can't see my ass crack or my butthole, I'm re- I'll report just, you. You're not naked. Funsies. <laughs> you, you wouldn't fucking report me, you piece of shit. Um, yeah. So if I can see your butthole, you're naked. <laughs> so why do we have to say that now? Because he doesn't want us to talk about his name, so don't mention no. his name. No, there's a story behind that sentence. <laughs> So we took – do you remember I told you about the SK that I took camping in the woods? Oh, you're talking about a different story. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Remember, remember I told you – did I tell you about the poop shovel? <laughs> I don't remember. I've heard so like took, different I'll, I'll variations of the same story a lot. Well, I so I took him camping. We were like backpack camping, and I took a shovel, and he, it was his like first time like backpack camping. And I said, here's the shovel. He's like, I gotta take a shit. I'm like, oh, here's the shovel. And then he like he comes back. Well, first of all, he goes like sixty yards. Not, I, was it sixty yards? Uh, I don't even think it was that. We were sitting by the fire. I just remember we look over, and there it was, in all its naked glory. <laughs> we can see he's completely naked in the woods. Oh, like a, a toddler. I was, yeah, yeah. And I go, I scream his name. I was like, hey. Why are you naked? He goes, I'm not naked. My pants are on my ankles. And I scream, if I can see your butthole, you're naked. And then he comes back after pooping, and the shovel is clean. 
like ish. And I go, what'd you do with the shovel? He's like, I didn't know what to do with the shovel. I go, what'd you think it was for? He's like, I don't know. You shut and fling your poo. <laughs> like, like you fling the poo. I go, no, dude, you dig a hole and then shit in it. He goes, that makes a lot more sense than flinging your poo into the woods. I was like, bro, so where's your shit at now? He's like, I don't know. I flung it. <laughs> oh, that's where that sentence came from. Like, oh, uh, you good can, time. Yeah, you can tell your grandma that joke. Yeah. So trivia. Uh, I want to give it until I got about a base of like, you know, maybe 20, 25 questions of good ones. I've already gotten two or three bangers today like that I actually got stumped on. Keep it down. Um, I want like good questions. Like I want half to be like, let's say I break into the thirds three or like a third of it's like, those are, tr- no one's going to get them, but I want to, I want to see if you guys know them. Uh, a third is like questions that are like on a service wide that you probably should know. And then the, the last there's going to be like, not gimmies, but like, if you've been in longer than 10 years, you should fucking know. You know How like, mad are you going to be if none you know, of us answer any of your questions? Then I'll look it's going to be smart. the most boring episode ever. Oh, uh, we could just delete it and start over. True. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's the beauty of fucking entertainment, dog. We'll just delete it and start over. And I'll just make up 20 dickheaded questions, you know? Yeah, like tunnels um, and earth curved magazines. What? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I don't know where that would come from, but whatever. Um, so send me some fucking shit. Uh, I've already screenshotted the two that, that I thought were really good. Um, so once I get a good like set an amount, uh, we're going to get some people on here. And I'm going to see if I can get somebody from my local area over here so we can get two people on my end. And then we could that way you can get, you know, probably get birds aren't real and then see if we can get get as many people on we here can as only, possible. You know what I'm saying? We can only have a max of four, including us. So we can only have two guests. No, no. no if, if, if there's someone sitting next to me physically, oh, oh, that's okay, two okay, people yeah, yeah, on yeah. one thing. Yeah, no. Dude, okay, keep, yeah, the, keep the fuck up, man. Keep the fuck up. That's genius level yeah, right see. there. I'm like, I'm like really fucking smart. Ask Sandy; she'll he's, tell you. I drink and okay I know smart. things. He's half tarted. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, all right, so let's get into the uh, the good bits. Why you're here, Charlie? All right, so. The reason you're here is because um, you got PCS to ATC Mobile, um, where they get to do some interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, like me and you, did, me and you didn't talk for like I don't know, probably five six months. And then you just send me a fucking a text like, "Guess where I'm going?" And I was like, "I think you sent me a picture of like a Barrett or something." You're like, "Guess where I'm going?" And I meet was like, "Are you going to fucking Long Range School?" <laughs> you're like, "Yep." I was like, "Get fucked." <laughs> Um, like, cause I, I've told you I wanted to go to that school. Um, but it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to get that school. Um, and since you're a GM, it's even harder for you to get it. Yeah. Um, so walk us through where, what exactly you're doing, what training you're going through right now. Um, how many gunners mates actually got all the way to the end. So like go pretty much cover like the general, like this is what I'm trying to accomplish. And then here's how I'm going. Here's my trainings. Tell us the process to get trading, and then I'm going to start asking you a bunch of dickheaded questions. Oh, I love I love dickheaded questions. Um, <clears throat> to start off with, GMs that have made it through, I only know. <gasps> okay, personally, I've only met two. So, with I've only ever met one. So, with me, 
that'd make three. But the uh, the training, like you're mentioning, going to the, the core, it really it really falls onto the the guy who was there before me. He really said it that showed the uh, the school chief and everybody here that uh, hey, GMs can do it too. And it turned out to actually be a good thing because all the gunners who run the school and all that, you know, that they, they like what they see, that they, they have problems with, you know, a certain other rate that does the job as well. And they just tend to see that the GMs actually care and they actually try harder than other people do. Uh, so the end result is to get a gunner's mate in a helicopter yeah. to shoot. Go fast. That's Pretty like much. the end result, right? Um, and to do that, obviously, you got to go to core. You got to get your uh, what's, ASM. What's core? Uh, PM core. So core? you're, you're just, talking about. So yeah, it's like position marksman cores. Like it's your basic, just run of the mill, how to shoot long range. Um, Where's that at? And Camp Lejeune. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Four uh, weeks that, Camp Lejeune. Is that run by the Coast Guard, or are you going through a Marine Corps? No, it's it's SMTC, yeah. It's Coast Guard. Okay. Um, what kind of weapons do you get in the train on? So only the only thing you use there is the, the M110, the 7.62 uh, long-range rifle by Knight's Armament. That's it. That's so that's the that's pretty much the that's an AR-10. So it's mm -hmm. an AR-15, but chambered in like a, a 308, yep. but 7.62 NATO, pretty yep. much right. Um, are you shooting that with a suppressor on it? So you get to shoot it both ways. Uh, like a bisexual. <laughs> there, there's talk of, you know, when we when you get there, just just go straight into shoot and suppress. But you have to go through, you know, I don't know how much I can say about it. I don't know, you know, you know how. Fuyo yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh, but you will shoot, you know, basic course. That's, that's basic knowledge. Everybody knows you're going to do that. Um, Why wouldn't you start with like. You know, if I'm going to start a new like practice of something I'm going to get into, why wouldn't you start with like a bolt action rifle, work on those rules of marksmanship first, and then go to a more advanced platform? Well, uh, from what I found out, we used to, I probably way before any of us was in, uh, we used the Robar, which was a bolt action 50, way back when. Um, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> either did I. And I found a magazine one day. I was like, "What does this go to?" Well, push comes shove. Chiefs say, "Oh, that's a robar." I was like, "Oh, you're a dinosaur." Um, <laughs> but no, <laughs> it, it's really not that bad. Uh, is it? You know, <clears throat> if you can shoot the M16, you can shoot the M110. It's yeah, it's a little heavier. I mean, man up, don't be a bitch about it, but. If you, if you can shoot it's one, still the same operating yeah, system. It's the right? exact operating system as the M4. I mean, is it? Uh, do you use an optic the whole time, or do you use iron sights? Uh, iron sights are for obviously your basic, basic course of fire with it, and that's the 200 yards. Really? Yeah. So, obviously, to get to school, you have to be able to shoot the exact same. Excuse me. Um, course of fire as the M4 basic, which we. No, that's not that hard. Only difference is no. that little target is the exact same picture at 200 yards. <laughs> I just, it's a bigger target, though. Yeah, right? but it looks exactly the same. That's all they did was take that target, scale it down, and boom, it's the exact same. So because okay. it's a 200 meter target, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So our little 
the little one at 25 represents that exact target at 200 yards. Um, and I mean, honestly, I think it's easier than, than what, what kind of optic are you running? Uh, it depends. I mean, you can have your night force, you know, like one by six or a one by eight. You can have your, uh, I'm pretty sure. Do you get to pick or are they like, you yeah, get, here, use that. You have your, you know, your, your list of what you can use. And then, you know, you, you choose on like, Hey, I like the night force, uh, or I like just an EOTech, you know, some, I've seen some people run EOTechs on the, on the 50s. What kind of reticles are you guys using? Are you guys using MRAD or using MOA? Uh, in school it was MOA, uh, but it was, oh, what was it? Was it the trimmers? That's one thing I can't, <laughs> there's so many different like reticles, man, that it's, yeah. it, it blows yeah. my mind. Um, but it's all MOA, MOA, uh, or mill, mill. They... It just all depends. Like I know when I went through school, it was the turrets were in mill. Obviously, your windage and elevation turrets was all in mill, and then your your siding reticle was all in mill. So you didn't really have to say your turrets were in MOA with your reticle being in mill. There's a little conversion you have to do to figure out. Okay, Yuck. I'm at. 300 yards, whatever, whatever, you know, you got to figure that out. But what's the farthest you get to shoot while you're there? Uh, I think the furthest we reached out was, I want to say around 1200 yards. Damn boy. You know, Coriolis effect. The, <laughs> the goddamn Coriolis effect. <laughs> um, so is that 1200 yards with a three? Yeah. So damn. Oh, the, the gun's really, really meant for about 800, 800-ish yards, but she can reach mm-hmm. out and hit something without, without a hiccup at 1,000, 1,200. Yeah. See, I like, I can't find a 1,000-yard range here, number one, but I like, I, I do have a 600-yard range here, and I can take my 6.5 Creedmoor out, and these, I'm just ringing, my 12-year-old's ringing steel at Oh, yeah, that's yards. the... Like, <clears throat> and these fuzz are just like, holy hell, you're shooting... And then I pull out the M1 Garand, and then I do it with the M1 Garand. Like, holy hell, you should join a match. And I was like, you guys suck. Um, that's cool. So the M is it a, is it M110 or Mark? It's the M110. The Mark 110s. The, the the 57 that's on the bow of the boats. Come on, man. Come right. on, Mister Miami. <laughs> I never claim to be good at anything that I do. I'm I'm literally only going to work every day, so I don't get fired. Um, so, um, so you go to your four week core program. Mm-hmm. And then, then what's the next step after that? So after core, if you're not like me, you know, try not to, I don't really care, but you know, you, you already have your waivers in place and then you can go into your AMS qual, which is your aviation mission specialist. Uh, the difference with the aviation rating and us, obviously you're going aviation, you graduate as a BA or a basic air crewman, which that's allows them to hop in a, a 60 or a 65, you know, without mm. anyone else. Cause they're operating as the mech. They're operating as the, the, you know, the air crewman and the gunner, which is good for the dolphin because well, weight is a constraint and let's all be honest. If you got a bunch of seven, six, two cans for the two forty out there and a 200 plus dude and, 
armor and whatnot, things start to weigh up, right? Uh, on the flip side, though, for a GM or any other rate that's doing this, we can't be a BA unless, and it says it, you know, in some manual out there that you're a graduate of an aviation A school. So that, that's already out for me. So I'm, I'm stuck to land-based out of a 60, which is cool with me because I like the 60 better. There's more room in 60s. <laughs> yeah. Do do we use the 60s for shooting at any, anybody? Oh, yeah. Uh, really? Actually, is, it, is that more like my last uh, giant of South? They were down my the unit I'm at. The guys I work with now were down there in 60s doing the very first land based operation. Damn boy! All right, so you get your ASM or I don't remember what, what you call it. AMS. So you get whatever <laughs> you get that qual. What's what's in between there and you getting to get like, hey, Charlie is going on the fucking sixty. He's the gunner today. It's, he's the guy. So that's honestly going through the counter drug school. That's really all I got left is AMS here. Is that the is that the same counter drug school that I went to? Not not the one Pletsy? in Pletsy, no. So it's a it's its own rant in house here at ATC by the the gunners who've all obviously have done time at Hitron, have gone down range and actually shot at things and have done the AUF uh, aerial use of force. Um, but yeah, the counter drug here is completely different. So they actually go over you know okay. you you have your I don't know if I could say foil things either, but you'll have briefs with certain people, you know, go over. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah, really yeah. cool is I've never seen is what we have, you know, and I don't even know how I can say this, but I'm going to say it, a simulator that allows you to actually go through scenarios. And I think that's pretty rad. That needs to be CG wide. I mean, that's yeah. a valuable tool. So I don't, I don't yeah, know if you sure. can, I don't know if you can answer this, like not isn't like allowed to or not, but like, I don't know if you've got to this part in your, your process. So it's like, you did, would you two shut up? <laughs> um, um, like, so like, um, you did pursuit on the FRC, yeah. right? Okay. So you like, you know how, like when you, when the, when you're out on the small boat and you're pursuing a non-compliant vessel, mm -hmm. the, the orders and the, you know, the, what's the word, the responsibility of everything that happens falls on the coxswain mm -hmm. is, is the pilot. Like, I know there's pilot and like, I don't. I don't. They don't call it co-pilot, right? They call it some other dickheaded name, right? Like I've always just called him pilot, co-pilot. Does the same authority fall under the pilot, or who does that like? So, like on the on, like, if we're doing a boat a pursuit on a boat, and I'm like up, 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 and Cox is like fire or whatever, and the you know I follow the directions or whatever. You know, I always obviously have mm -hmm. the ability to not fire, but you know, ultimately all the decisions on that vessel come down to the Cox, and it's his responsibility. It's his. It's his ass on the line. Does the does the pilot have that like is that you know release batteries release authority delegated down to him from whoever his tack hunt is? Yeah, so it it comes down to the same thing, you know. If you're the gunner on your small boat, you're the same kind of in the the helo. You'll you'll say, you know, up 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 hold or nose left nose right, you know, to blade you out whatever, and you're you're doing the same thing as you would on pursuit. You're you're given what you see, you know. A vessel with no nationality, with four four POB and a bunch of barrels, and, of nationality, yeah, yeah, all that. You know, you're you're giving the same report, and they'll, you know, mm -hmm. they talk to you, you talk to them, they'll say, "Hey, warning shots," and then, Roger that, on target, 
and you just go through the same motions. Do you guys? I don't want to ask about that because I think that's Fuyo, so I'm gonna skip that. <laughs> um, but I I have genuine questions because I want to know, yeah. but I, I don't want to. This is a public podcast, yeah. and I don't want to fucking give away too much. I don't want to. Like, if I get in trouble for calling a fucking commander or a captain a fucking cunt, then I'm cool with that. But not because I let go of national security. Yeah, say that's why I'm trying to like, ah, I don't know, but I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's – yeah, okay. Um, how hard How hard is this? Like, you've obviously – you were on TDT at MSRT. You did a long time there. That's pretty hard to do. Um, you know, beat independent duty on a fucking patrol boat's hard. Um, you did that. You know, you, you've made it all the way to E6. You've had kind of a, a weird career, kind of like I had a weird career. How would you rate this difficulty, you know, aside from getting time in the helo or time with the helo? How hard? Because, like, if you're an aviator, you're stationed there. It's fucking, yeah. I want to go hang out in the helicopter today, you know? You know, being a cutterman in a, in a road ahead world is a, to me, is a great thing because I'm the oddball. But, it's it's hard, man. I ain't, I'm not gonna lie, cause I, I try to look into it, like you know, certain specs of the of the of the birds, and I'm just like, the fuck am I doing? It's kind of like it's kind of like doing your boat crew all over again. You know, you have to know all your specs. How high is everything? So you, you go under a bridge or whatever. It's it's a... was that was that a shot at me? Cause I ran into a bridge. <laughs> Probably. But uh. <laughs> So now, so now you're admitting it. You ran into the bridge. I mean, my hand was on the fucking console, so, but I I didn't sign the boat out in Almas, so technically I didn't hit the fucking bridge. <laughs> if I'm gonna tell you to calm down again, we're gonna fight. You did. But yeah, it's. I don't care who it was. <laughs> it, it's a. Uh, it's up. It's interesting, it up man. There? It's it's up there because like yeah, like you said, everything else. Once you start doing you it, you, that... you kind of you kind of get into that role, but me trying to balance my actual job job and just do this yeah. as, you know, on the side. That's Do you find that the other aviators are like, yeah, man, this is fucking rad. Like when I was getting my advanced boat forces pin, they're like, I don't think I've ever seen anybody with your rate that has this before. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, that's fucking cool. Let's go piss some people off. Are you getting that kind of reception or are you getting like a look at this motherfucker thinks he come in here and fucking. No, that, no, that's fuck out of here. That's what they get because, you know, they ask me all the time as I tell them, like, because when I go to my next unit, I'm going to have my wings and my cutterman's pen. And they're like, yeah, yeah let's do it. <laughs> yeah. The, just, you know, like, I know we talk about me and Mr. Uh, Disgruntled Sailor do a lot of things out of spite. And, like, that would be the most spiteful qualification. Like, oh, I, I'm not allowed to – oh, I'm not actually – oh, you just have the one? I actually have both. I do. I'm, I'm like McDonald's. I'm Sierra and Land Dog. I'm, I'm all over the place. <laughs> you know, that'd be the, like the biggest dick swinging fucking move I could ever think. Yeah, of. that's why I honestly, that's one reason why I wanted. It. I was like, you know what? Because I want to go to the next place, and if I say I do do another great white needle of death, and we have yeah. one of those heat hitron teams on, just I'm just gonna sit there with my wings, my coffee. Just how you doing? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, is this your first time? <laughs> Must be nice. I remember my first time. <laughs> Been there, done that, got the t-shirt yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's say you let's say you get the qual. Mm -hmm. What is the likely? Let's say you did everything. You're all the way done. You know, apparently aviators don't do fucking boards or check rides because why fucking follow the rules? Like the rest of the Coast Guard. I was told that by a little aviator, so like I'm not making this shit up. Um, 
let's say you get all the way to the end. I mean, it might be true that they, they are prima donnas. Yeah. So you get all the way to the end. You are. They present you with your wings. You're a precision marksman. You're. You go to counter drug school. The whole nine yards. Like congratulations, you did it. Is there a possibility that you can? Ever deploy or oh, absolutely like, go to a hitron. Well, really, well, not hitron unless they go to sixties. I mean, that's like I said before. Oh, that's a, okay. The whole yeah, weight yeah, yeah. BA thing. I can't. I can't do the whole sixty-five because you're going to need a BA. But mm-hmm. uh, absolutely, there's a chance for me to deploy and before I ever get my wings because that's a good way to get into the whole me earning my wings is because you have to have. I want to say it's like two hundred hours of flight time to get your permanent wings so so that i don't know i don't know if that's a lot or a little like how long is an average fucking flight well it depends i think i think i've been hearing it's like an hour and a half for the uh 65 and like i think you can go like i think i think they were saying it was like four hours you're still a break-in. You don't have to know the answer. Yeah, right that's now. why I said I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm a gutter. I'm so a like, GM. I'm not an aviator. All right. Yeah. So, so quick maths. So, like, even if you did like, even if you did a flight every fucking weekday, it's gonna take you at least a fucking year mm-hmm. to get the hours, right? Yeah. Unless I'm now, unless anytime that thing moves, I'm on it regardless. So. Yeah. I mean, I I I know it's it's not the same, but like, I'm just gonna say, you remember when I was breaking in Coxon and oh god. For, for a yeah, dude. I was I, the only thing I the only thing close. I the only thing I didn't finish. I swear to God, the only thing I didn't finish was my DWO test. That was the only thing. Hey, I same with me. A, obviously, a board. Um, but like for, I think it was like two whole patrols and an import. If that small boat moved, I just bullied my way into driving. You know, like if it yeah, moved, I, I can confirm that. Yeah, uh, I toot my own horn a hell of a lot, and I exaggerate a lot. But like, I'm not exaggerating this. Like. I would just walk up to the bridge and be like, they're like, what are you doing here? I was like, boat's moving, right? Like, yep, I'm driving. Well, no, BM3's going to drive. No, he's not. Daddy's driving. So, like, I know it's not the same, but, like, you would have to, like, just, you know, you're, you're a gunner's mate. Fucking go in there and bully yep. your way around, man. Just walk in there and be like, I'm going today. You know? So, it's going to be a lengthy process. Yeah. Um, so, like, do you, um, do you, let's see. I already asked that. I already asked that. Huh. I just petered myself out there for a second. <laughs> I don't know. You what else? You... All right. How many you've had, buddy? Dude, I've had a, I've had a couple. I it's a long story. Cheerlit dude, don't ever, ever, ever get the competitive cheerleading. Ever. I have to have a daughter to do that. Not happening. I'll sell you one. You don't have to have a daughter to do I that. I don't. Yeah, there were some boys there today. I don't, but <laughs> let's be honest. You do. <laughs> I mean, if I could go back and like, so there was like, if I could go back to like 12, 13, 14 years old, there were 12 and 13, 14 year old boys there. Like, you know, back in the day, you're like, you ain't going to catch me anywhere near cheerleaders, dog. Like, I don't want to be a cheerleader. That's fucking gay. You know, they're on my vernacular. That's, that's what, that's what Miss Miami talked like back in the day. <laughs> now, like, hey, would you like to go to this thing where there's like 700 girls your age and then two dudes? Like, yeah, dude, sign me the fuck up. Yeah, now yeah, the odds are <laughs> incredible. The odds are in your favor, you know. As Dirty Sturdy would say, if there's 30 girls in a bar, I ask every single one of them if they want to go back to my daughter place. or not. One of them's gonna fucking say yeah. Yeah, daughter or not, I'm still not going. Let's be honest. Oh, you got a cheerleading yeah. thing? Cool. I'm gonna go fishing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you got anything else? 
Uh, just just say you got questions for precision no, oxygen? No, it's, it's it sounds like it's a tough gig, and not a lot of people are able to get through it. Yeah, I I, I want to know who the other rate is that's causing some problems. Oh, you know those MEs, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Emmys think they should have control of they think they should take over Fletzy. They think they should take over um uh AUF the Aero Use of Force. They think they should be just the subject matter experts on everything. They mm-hmm. think they should take over Yorktown FAI school. They just they think they should just be like and I think what they're doing is because they're running out of things to justify their fucking existence. You know? Like, you know, I, I asked an admiral one time, I was like, you know, I you know, I was like, I don't have a problem with the aviation or the not AV, ME, ME rate, you know, because they invented it because, you know, like if you spend six years, you know, I think, Charlie, you told me you calculated one time how much MSRT spent training you. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Hundreds of thousands. I mean, hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of thousands. Yeah. And not alone. That's not that's just the training. That's not talking the gear. Either, yeah. Right. That's or the or the per diem. No. Right. So like in any other branch of service, if you, you know, not, I am not comparing special forces to MSRT or tackle it. Let's be fucking clear. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but in the Coast Guard standards, they are the highest trained law enforcement people that we have. Okay. Um, and if you are a Ranger or SF or a Green Beret or you're in the SF community, the special forces community, you don't like do four years at SF and then go, okay, well, Go back to working on your Humvee or go back to motor pole or go back to admin. You don't yeah, fucking like when like, you're in it, you're in it. Yeah. You're in it, you're in it. So like if I thought the idea was, okay, you're an Emmy, you go to tactical units, that's the deal. And I said that, and the Admiral's like, Well, actually, what I want is so that Emmy one that's been at Tacklet for six, seven years, he's got the best training we have to offer. Let's send him to a small boat station and be the LEI there. See, I don't understand that. Why why would Well then I I followed it with, okay, so um, are we carrying Pecky are we are we carrying Peckies? No. Are we carrying fixed blade knives? Nope. Uh, lights on our guns? Any guns? Nope. Are we using short barreled weapons for anything? No. Are we wearing camo? So you're taking off Astros? his training away. Yes. yes. Literally, you're making him and now like, uh, obsolete. Well, welcome to Joe Coast. Yeah. Okay, you're, t- you're tying his hands. Yeah. Yep. yep. You trained this dude to be able to do all this cool, badass shit, and then you're only giving him, you know, hardly anything to work with. I remember, so, when me and Charlie met, I was the LEI of that unit, and I was one of the LEIs in that unit, and he came over to me to get his LE gear, and I handed him a point-blank under-the-ODU shirt body armor, and I handed him a belt with a holster and a mag pouch, and that was all I gave him. And he goes, what the fuck is this? He literally was like, June 1st turned his like gear into MSRT, June 15th shows up to where we were, and I'm, he's like, where's the rest of it? I go... Welcome to Gen Pop, dickhead. Like, <laughs> I think know? that was the exact words. Yeah, like <laughs> you know, so it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Uh, anyway, so I hope you get your fucking wings. <gasps> I think that'd be fucking rad. I um, do too. And I think we need to when you get to your next progression. I think we need to follow up and have you back on here. Yeah. Excuse me, and just to see, like, you know, like we just had a guy on talk about OIC boards. Um. I'm gonna try to get up with Big J because he's going through CPOA and CCTI right, or he's going through CCTI right now and then going to CPOA. Oh, sorry, I got the hiccup ups. And we're we're gonna try to track some things like you know, uh, a lot of people don't know about. Like I I don't know, all, from what I've heard, CCTI is a fucking scam. You know they can fine you like seventy, eighty bucks for being late to a meeting. What? 
Yeah. So like if there's a, a chief's meeting and you're fucking late, they can charge you like 80 bucks for being late. What the fuck happens if you don't pay? Yeah. That's not, I'm with him. You can't fucking do that. I'm just yeah. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm like, a fuck C- you dickheads. I'm not paying for shit. There was a CCTI going this spring where I'm at and like. You know, I was talking to the chief, so he's like, hey, what's all going on over there? He's like, oh, CCTI. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm not going now. I was like, why? He's like, because you're late. They find you. It's like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, I probably spent four or $5,000 going through CCTI. I was like, fuck you. Get out of here. That. Between the ball and the fucking the tacos and the all the fucking dumb shit they do. He's like, I spent like three, 4000 bucks, I think. I was like. That is not worth it to me personally. But anyway. No. So what I'm saying. Yeah. So what I'm saying is we're going to follow back up. So hopefully. So not, our listeners are going to expect you to like perform here. So. Yeah. You know, get your get your proverbial shit together and get them fucking wings. Hey, I'm trying. You know. Prove those fucking aviators and enemies that they're a bunch of pieces of shit. Hey, that, you know, that's all I'm trying to do. Well, we'll see, man. I got some uh, other hurdles I got to I got to clear first. You know, Coast Guard wants yeah. to dick me around. Uh, Ain't that the truth? But like I told the doc, I was like, hey, all the <laughs> other people that are already cleared to fly, I guarantee I can run circles around them. And even though I'm a, yeah. I'm getting up there in age, so might as well just. I can't. Whoop. I can't run. <laughs> so, all right. So, anything else on uh, shooting guns out of helicopters? All right, Fatso, you're up. Well, let me interrupt um, before you get started. Okay. So we're doing the FRC namesakes, right? Mm-hmm. And we were going to go in order, but we had a chance to get with Jimothy last week about number 46. I don't fucking remember. He's on it. it. A Charles David. It was a Charles David Jr. Yeah, he gets excited. Whatever so number we, we had him on for the YC stuff. He just happened to be on one, so we started there. Uh, Charlie, you actually we're on one as well. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about the one that you were on and <coughs> he's going to talk some history about it and any amplifying information you have. Feel free to jump the fuck in. All right. Later rip tater chip. All right. So we're t- today we're talking about the Charles Sexton. So the Coast Guard cutter Charles Sexton is the eighth Sentinel class cutter and the second to be based in Key West, Florida. She it's was number delivered eight. to number the- eight. It's the eight. Number eight. She was delivered to the Coast Guard for a final eval and shakedown on December 10th, 2013, and the vessel was commissioned on March 8th, 2014. The vessel is named after Charles Sexton, who served as a machinery technician in the United States Coast Guard. Sexton lost his life while rescuing fishermen off the mouth of the Columbia River. In Charles Sexton. Oregon, right? Yeah. Yeah, Oregon. Oregon, Washington area. It was, uh, you were out so there too, Charles- weren't you? Yeah, I was in uh, Port, Ar- Port Angeles. So he, he was part of the, 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 the surf boat crew, uh, I do believe. Is that where you – that's where you got massive for throwing the lingerie party in the barracks, right? Yeah. Well, it wasn't in the barracks. We had, uh, you know, government government lease housing, but, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's rad. <laughs> no, Good for you, buddy. <laughs> so, I'm going to paraphrase this story real quick. He got in trouble that- – for underage drinking was what he got in trouble for. But uh, the captain was like, re- at his mass was like, what's a lingerie party? And he's like, well, you just invite a bunch of hot chicks over and some dudes over and everyone's got to wear sexy lingerie. And like, captain was like, oh, how do you, uh, how do you get one of those going? Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was an interesting time in my life. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. 
But uh, his captain right, was actually so, uh, his captain was actually pretty cool about it because he let you do your your like thirty day restriction <clears throat> once the patrol started, right? Yeah. So I got mastered in uh, my forty five forty five counted while we were underway. So. Oh, lucky yeah. you! Yeah, and then <laughs> and then we pulled into what was it, Puerto Vallarta, I think. And I, I believe he came back drunk, and he called all of us who got in trouble into the into the wardroom. You know, he's like, "Here's the beauty of being a cutterman. You get to see places like this. Y'all go out and have fun." And we're like, "Oh, that's uh, mad." Do we? <laughs> So he, fuck yeah! He, I'd be like, "Yo, oh, gotta tell me twice." <laughs> we just kind of sat there, looked around, and I think the, I think it was the, uh, the uh, Deckinson was like, "We all standing around here for go," because he was absolutely not happy that that happened. That guy wanted to hang me. That's that is a good officer, the captain, mm-hmm. not the ensign. You know, like just yeah. like look, you you made a mistake. You know we're. Go fucking party. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt with my dope ass story that wasn't even mine. For good context, All right, later. so Charles Se- Charles Sexton was born on March seventh, nineteen fifty three, in Fort Bragg, North Carolina, and enlisted into the Coast Guard in nineteen seventy one at the age of eighteen. MK one Sexton was stationed at uh, Coast Guard Station Cape Disappointment in Owaco, Washington, when they received a mayday call for a fishing trawler named the Sea King, mm-hmm. who had lost power off the Columbia River bar and was taking on water. For those of you who don't know, the Columbia Bar is frequently called the Graveyard of the Pacific. Yep. It's a system of bars and shoals at the mouth of the Columbia River spanning the U.S. states of Oregon and Washington. It's known as the as one of the most dangerous bar crossings in the world. The bar is about three miles long and six miles wide. The area is where the Columbia River and the Pacific Ocean meet. So you have freshwater meeting sediment, which creates constantly shifting sandbars. And if you couple that with extremely high winds in the area, it creates a huge waves, making it an extremely place of transit. The mouth of the Columbia River and the near shore areas to the north and the south are littered with shipwrecks. More than two hundred. Is, is the Columbia what? River where is, is Columbia River where Cape D is, or is that a different place? Yeah, yeah. So you have like the Pacific Ocean, and yeah. then you have uh, Cape Dis- Cape Disappointment, the National Water Lifeboat School. They're, they're like on the same base. Yeah, because I, I believe so that, he was part of the. Uh, right there into the mouth. He was a he was a surfman. I can't remember. I think he might have said it. This Reynolds sailor. He he was actually a surfman at the unit there. Yeah. An MK one was a surfman. Mm-hmm. That's pretty rad. So it says there's the area that it happened in. It there's more than two hundred known. Uh, shipwrecks that have occurred some like the peter iredale which is like a big like tall ship like four mass sailing ship uh which ran aground on the oregon shore south of the river in 1906 is still visible to this day so it's extremely dangerous place out there so sexton's uh was the unit's uh, emergency medical technician and was part of the crew who responded to the fishermen in distress sexton was tending to the you're you're you're... i don't mean to keep interrupting Speaking of weird qualities, you're also a fucking EMT, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Just gonna say, you ever had met another gunner's mate that's fucking EMT? I've never met a gunner's mate who is an EMT. No. Just racking at them dickheaded qualities, <laughs> dog. <laughs> Fuck them HSs. <laughs> so, those ASTs too, dog. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, get fucked. Sexton was tending to the fisherman's injuries after 
bringing over dewatering pumps when the trawler unexpectedly turned over. Uh, two of the trawler's crew and Coast Guardsmen were thrown into the ocean and were eventually rescued, but Sexton and the two other crew members became trapped in the vessel's pilot house and drowned. Yep. What year was For this? his effort, uh, 1991? Yeah, oh, really? it was in the early? 90s, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was 91. Okay. It said... Um, for his, for his efforts, he was posthumously awarded the Coast Guard Medal for Extraordinary Her- Heroism, and the citation reads as follows. Wait, quick question. Petty officers. Wait. You said, okay. Pos- did you say posthumously? Yeah. Did, yeah. Did he, did did he die? That, right? Did he die? Like going over? Yeah. To- yeah. He, he, he drowned in the pilot house. So. Oh, so he went over to. So he went over to help. He brought over these fucking dewatering pumps, and it started rendering first aid to these people. And the boat fucking flipped over without anybody realizing what was happening. And him and some other coasties and some of the crew were trapped in the pilot house and drowned. Oh, yeah. So what I've, I think the plaque inside the section sells the same story. And it was like they went to something happened with the guy. And I believe you. I want to say he was in a Stokes litter. Can't really remember, but I think he like fell from it which significantly hurt him, and that's why he stayed back while they were evacuating people to, you know, render aid to this guy. But during the tow, something happened, which caused the the fish, the Sea King, the capsize, which ultimately caused uh, Pay Officer Sexton to, to drown with his uh, subject that he was working on. Hmm. Yeah, so the... Uh... The Coast Guard Medal citation reads, Petty Officer Sexton is cited for extraordinary heroism on 11 January 1991 while serving as emergency medical technician aboard the Coast Guard Motor Lifeboat CG44381. The boat crew was responding to a distress call from a fishing vessel seeking a 75-foot stern trawler with four persons on board, which was taking on water and in danger of sinking four nautical miles northwest of the Columbia River Bar. With her decks awash and after compartment and engine room steadily filling up with water from the relative safety of the motor lifeboat, Petty Officer Sexton unselfishly volunteered to go aboard the foundering vessel and treat the injuries of the Sea King crew member who had fallen to the deck boat. Yeah, had fallen to the deck boat. Uh Uh-oh. Did she fall backwards or did someone push her backwards? I asked you guys for two hours. Shut the door. <laughs> can, can I continue? Yeah, sorry to interrupt. Can, 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 can I finish? Can I finish? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, sorry. So, uh, Petty Officer Sexton unselfishly volunteered to go aboard the foundering fishing vessel to treat injuries of a Sea King crew member who had fallen to the deck boat during a failed helicopter hoist. He skillfully diagnosed the victim's injuries, informed the flight surgeon of the extent of the injuries, and provided first aid treatment. Once the victim was stabilized, Petty Officer Sexton turned his attention to assisting with the dewatering of the vessel. The Sea King required several dewatering pumps to remove the initial quantity of seawater from the engine room. Then hourly dewatering of the vessel was necessary to maintain proper trim aboard the vessel. After more than six hours of this exhausting routine, with the worst of the treacherous bar crossing behind them, the Sea King suddenly, without warning, rolled over, 
throwing the victims into the churning seas and trapping Petty Officer Sexton in the enclosed pilot house. He went down with the vessel, sacrificing his life to save the Sea King's crew members. Petty Officer Sexton demonstrated remarkable initiative, exceptional fortitude, and daring in spite of imminent danger in this rescue. His courage and devotion to duty are most heartily commended and are in keeping with the highest traditions of the United States Coast Guard. So that's his uh, award write-up that he was given after he died for his efforts. And uh, everybody should know There's the a kid names. In your room. There's a kid in your room. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? What's up, everybody? It's the Disgruntled Sailor here, and I just wanted to take a minute to talk about one of our sponsors, Oak and Iron Coffee. Oak and Iron was founded to honor America's rich nautical history along with the history of the Coast Guard. Every member of their team has either served in the Coast Guard or a veteran who grew up on the water. They are putting out some amazing coffee. They offer whole bean or ground coffee along with K-cups, tumblers, and stickers. They can even do unit orders if needed. One of the best things about the company is that a portion of all the proceeds goes to support CGMA. So every time you buy from them, you're essentially helping your fellow Coasties who need it the most. Go check them out on Instagram at Oak and Iron Coffee or on the web at oakandironcoffee.com and tell them the Disgruntled Sailor sent you. Um, all is, right. Is so... there is there any amplifying information or Charlie? Do you know like what what a what was the failed hoist like? Like, did the winch break? Did they drop him? Did they give up? I I couldn't find it. It didn't say. It just said failed hoist, which caused the guy to fall to the deck. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything to say on that one, even being here. But other than that, shit breaks. Goddamn aviators. Yeah, shit yeah. breaks. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, so everybody should be familiar with the name Sexton. So everybody who went through boot camp went to a place called Sexton mm-hmm. Hall. Uh, Sexton Hall is the first barracks new Coast Guard recruits inhabit upon their arrival at the Coast Guard Training Center in Cape May, New Jersey. Really? It's named I thought Sexton that was named Hall after. I thought that was named after. That's sextant. My bad. Never mind. I had a Jesus brain fart. Idiot. <laughs> so, oh, you dumb. Uh, you big dumb. <laughs> I'm okay with that. You think you're the first person? So everybody stays. Yeah. Everybody stays there when they're getting ready to form up, and before they get you know assigned a, a company. Um, at Cape Disappointment at the National Motor Lifeboat School, where Sex, Sexton was stationed at the time of his death. Uh, the maintenance building uh, that's there, they named it in his honor. So they put a bronze relief pla- plaque. Uh, it's displayed at the building's entrance to remind staff and students of his ultimate sacrifice. That's badass. Uh, and then it goes on to say, Pet- Petty Officer Sexton was eventually interred at Mountain View Memorial Park in Lakewood, that's Washington. That's badass. It's pretty rad. I mean, it's not rad that he died, but... I mean, he kind of is. I mean, he's, he's like, yeah, no, fuck, this is my job. And that's another thing. Like, a lot of people don't think of that. Like, Coast Guard... <laughs> You don't do anything. Yeah, and what's what's even yeah. crazier is he was at twenty yeah. years of service. Really? Like he was retirement. Yeah. He eligible. could have been like, yeah. nah, I'm not doing this. I wish I still had that. Like, you know, uh, I wish I still had not that specific drive. I don't. I don't know. I've never put in that position. But like, do you remember? Do you remember just girls say like my first big drug case? Do you remember I refused to leave the drug boat? Yeah, they had to force you off of that thing after like eighteen. Yeah, hours. so like I was like, I am finding these fucking drugs, and like I was talking to the comm center, not comm center. Um, I saw- and you didn't find them. Well, <laughs> first of all, first of all, I identified where they were not. Okay, hey, it's a team effort. It is. Oh, 
Shit. And first of all, I developed the PC to get on the fucking boat, first of all. And my name's on the fucking case package. So get fucking bent. <laughs> Second of all. Still didn't find him. <clears throat> Listen, that was hurtful, number one. But it was, I, that was. Oh, what does your new Instagram page say? Fuck your feelings. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Got me again. <laughs> um, but it. Two strikes. It's nice to know that there's there's some of us. Not us. I'm not that. I'm not that guy anymore. I don't. I don't give a fuck about anything anymore. Uh, but you you know, I used a to fuck have about a... anything for the last. I don't know. Eight years. Okay. Also, <laughs> that's, that's fair. I did give a shit about drugs, like not doing them, but like I wanted a drug bust, <laughs> and like I was talking to the 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 uh, what the fuck do they call uh, combat? And they're like, hey, uh, yeah, we're gonna swap you out. And I was like, that's nah, not. No, I'm not coming back. They're like, no, you need to come back. They said it's how you are. No, thank you. I'll stay right here. And then Ops had to come on the phone, not the phone, the radio. And he yelled at me over the fucking, like, encrypted Coast Guard channel, like, you're fucking done. Get back here. And I was like, you know, why come? And that also didn't go over very well. And I got yelled at quite a bit for that. Sorry, can't hear you. Radio comms are scrambled. <laughs> yeah. I'm going through the tunnel. I can't hear you. So, uh... <laughs> Uh, but yeah that's it's fucking rad you know it, like like i said we do talk a lot of shit about a lot of stuff but the coast guard does do some wholesome ass shit every once in a while um you know i think a lot of us especially me and you disgruntled sailor we forget you know being in our jobs now that like we don't do the king's business anymore we're we're support we're customer service yeah. now you know uh at our rank and yeah. our current job administrative side of the house then we're administrative we're actual mission yeah, we're we're training, and you know that's that's our job now. So we don't get to do the king's business anymore. But you know, I got some cool pictures, and I got I got some neat pieces of paper. So that's about it. <laughs> I wish I would have got some cool pictures. It's 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 nice to be pictures. able to. I got some cool pictures. Shed some light on enlisted members because you you always hear about like officers yes. like doing great things. It's, it's rare when you get to like hear something that enlisted people actually did. like that's that's kind of the reason why we're doing this like when the uh terrence hornell is it hornell um terrell 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 horn yeah, sorry i i have dyslexia jesus like, dude fucking get off my dick i'm doing my best okay <laughs> like when you see that ship or you see like the nate breckenthal pull up everyone's like oh i know that i know i know yeah i, I can tell you a little bit about that you know those are the the two big ones um but the other frc namesakes did did not do anything subpar to that. You know, some of them did more, some did less, you know, but ultimately a lot of them gave the ultimate sacrifice. And I think the enlisted community as a whole, like I'm not going to join CGA Coast Guard Enlisted Association because I don't want to do that. But I do think the enlisted side, people need to get a little more recognition, you know, for the most part, just in this guy's opinion. Yeah, you're not wrong. I'm trying to find the I'm trying to find the name of this one cutter. Uh, behind every good officer, there's uh, a whole bunch of enlisted people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can confirm. And you know what? When when it's a when it's a good officer, like we had the taller of the Bridge Brothers, he, he could have taken if, if if he had gotten you know if he had taken my Hoppy Heaton nomination or he had taken you know my achievement, if it was him, I'd be like, he earned it. You know, good yeah. for him. Or like Q, if Q oh. had gotten something for something I did. But he was my supervisor. I'd be like, dude, yeah, dude, take that shit and run, bro. But so funny story about 
the FRCs and like the enlisted heroes and like officers not knowing, you know, about enlisted people. So the FRC, the Bailey Barco was going to this one place and a buddy of mine who's a chief and uh, was in this like department head meeting. And it's, so it's, he's like the only enlisted guy and there's a fuck ton of fucking officers in there. And they're like, you know, what what is this Bailey Barco? Never never heard of this. And he goes, Oh, you know, he's just an enlisted hero. Fuck us, right? <laughs> and then, then then afterward, he realized what he said. And he was like, Got to see it through, my boy. Don't fucking laugh. <laughs> just keep it me mugging the yep. whole time. And they were like moving right along. <laughs> yep. Don't don't give a fuck. But that's cool. All right. Do you want to hear some last calls? Wait, before we do that, anybody anything to add, Charlie? Anything you've, <clears throat> you you got a platform here of like eight listeners at least? So, is there something you want to say? Now's a the time? platform of eight listeners? Hell, it, at least at, at least, least make that sixteen by next time I'm on here. <laughs> yeah, we'll try. We'll try. <laughs> hey, I mean, y'all been pretty uh, successful. I mean, what y'all are on what, episode fifty three now? Yeah, and we ha- fifty. This is actually fifty four. Oh. Yeah, we haven't been we haven't been arrested or mastered yet. So, yeah, yet yeah, keyword. keyword things are coming together. <laughs> I love it when a plan so, comes together. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anybody got any last calls before I do mine? No, not that I can think of. I don't Other have any. There's a big ass spider on my wall, but whatever. That's what you get for where you live. <laughs> um, so. I don't have any serious ones this time. I couldn't find anything that I thought was worth mentioning. So mine are all kind of funny and dickheadish today. Um, so quick question. Do you guys know who Mr. Rogers was? Yeah, friendly neighborhood guy. Yeah, so first of all, to dispel any you know rumors, he was not a Marine Corps sniper. That's not what I heard. I heard he was a, he was a hardcore killing SEAL. Huh? So yeah. I heard that too. But I think we covered that I, yeah. a long time I ago. He's, he he's not. I looked into Does it. I took like a whole work day. No, I took a whole day. You know, my whole childhood. Well, like he did. Well, he did do some cool stuff, like you know. Um, so his show originally aired, like, um, you know, back when segregation was yeah. still fresh in everyone's mind, and he was one of the first. Like he, there was an episode he did where he had like a little kitty pole. Yeah, with the cop. And him and then the. Yeah, and they both put their feet in the pool. That was, like, unheard of. You couldn't share water with an African-American person. So that was, like, one of the big things he did. And then if it wasn't for Mr. Rogers, you know he went to fucking Congress or the Senate, I forget which one, and pretty much, like, he saved PBS. Yep. Like, if it wasn't for Mr. Rogers, I did know that. PBS would have gone tits up. Damn. You know, because they're like, yeah, they're like, we're canceling this shit. And, like, mm-hmm. he went and he's like, you know, uh, all kinds of shit that he said. And, uh, you know, like, uh, did you ever notice when, like, he uh, would feed whatever he would – Coast Guard memes just text me. Um, he's been giving me shit all fucking day. All day he's been giving me shit. I told you it was fucking coming, didn't I? All day. I'm not your filter anymore. <laughs> um, he would. Did you ever notice that, like, when? Did you ever? Did you ever see him feed his fish? Mm-hmm. Um, he. Did you ever notice he would say? I'm, he was like, "I'm gonna feed the. I'm feeding the fish now." As he like tapped the food in. Do you know why he did that? No. So there was a blind there nope. was a blind girl that listened to his show and she said she really liked the fish but could never tell when he was feeding the fish. So that's why he would go, I'm feeding the fish now. Oh. All right. That's cool. Yeah. So now that I've said some nice things, I'm gonna say some mean things. 
uh, not mean the motherfucker was not mean things. Stone Cold Killer in his off time. Let, no, let me back up. I don't mean mean things. I'm going to say some things that people aren't agree with. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah don't ruin it for your kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, did you know? So, Mr. Rogers was bisexual. Did not know that. Okay, so I'm going to read it. Is this one of those things that you didn't research that you just I was going to say confirmed or like, or you just shoot from the hip? Has this been fact-checked? Politico? Like, is this legit? No, it's, it's, (laughs) yeah. So a lady, a lady published an article and she said after she watched the new documentary, so you remember they just did the new one about uh, Mr. Rogers. uh, She read that, she read his, she was like, Jesus Christ, bro, shut up. Um. She watched the documentary, and she's like, I'm interested. I'm going to go read a little more. So she went and read his biography, like the book. Um, apparently, he never used the word, but in an interview where he was asked if he was gay, he said something like, um, I'm not gay, blah, blah, blah. Here's the actual fucking, like, that's that's the cutout from the actual autobiography. Like, that's a picture book. Not a picture book. Uh, one of them ones that has. A picture book. It's a word book. It's a word book. It's a word book. <laughs> um, it says, in conversation with one of his friends, the openly gay Dr. Uh, William Hirsch, Fred Rogers himself concluded that if sexuality was measured on a scale of one to ten, well, you know, and he said, quote, well, you know, I must be right smack in the middle because I found women attractive and I have found men attractive. So, like, it, let me, let me, let me, like, shit, fuck. All right, so, like, that, that is an excerpt right there. From his literal published autobiography, uh, not autobiography, but his biography right there. Yeah, I'd be damned. Look at that. So, like, not only did he break racial norms, he broke sexuality norms before it was cool to, like, change your Facebook profile picture to say, I stand with whatever. So, he did it back when it was cool and no one gave a shit because it's like, yeah, who gives a fuck? It's Mr. Rogers. You like Wieners, man? That's cool. Feed the fucking fish. I want to see the fish, you know? <laughs> I'm sure they. I'm sure they feed were the like. Fish. You like Wieners, man? That's cool. Just feed the fucking fish. But like, uh, and like, yeah, like in like '80s, '90s lingo. You know, they weren't like. Look at the flowers, Lily. Look know. at the flowers. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, Mister Mister uh, Mister Rogers was a bisexual. Uh, all right, you want to hear some dinosaur stuff? No, I like dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, I, I knew it was coming. It's been you it's been it a coming, couple huh? episodes since we had some dinosaur shit. Okay, so. Fucking dinosaurs. Yeah, so dinosaurs are fucking rad, right? right? So, dude, CG memes just—that's all. Why that, don't that, you? Why don't you just just silence your fucking phone? It's not hard. Well, then how will I know when fucking people were texting me, dude? Yo. All right. So, T Rex had wings. He didn't have arms. And here's how shut I know. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> dude. Just get out of here. Just wait. Just wait. Just shut the fuck up. Not happening. Shut the fuck up. All right. Real quick, disgruntled sailor, I want you to pull up a picture. Charlie, you can do it too. Google um, an ostrich skeleton real quick. I'll let the listeners at home do it as well. Google ostrich skeleton. Even T-Rex was like the second fucking search. Okay, so um, T-Rex's arms weren't these little like stumpy, like good for nothing, like can't scratch his own balls arms, right? What? Keep going. Was that, whose house was that? Was that my kid? No, that was my kid. Lizard? Okay. Um, so T-Rex had wings. Not big wings to fly. 
but wings that were perhaps something like an ostrich, a cassowary, or an emu. Although I, although likely much smaller in proportion to his body, ostriches use their wings in mating rituals to make themselves appear bigger, signal communication, blah, blah, blah. Perhaps T-Rex used theirs for the same purpose. They didn't have useless, stubby little arms. So the theory is like, so you look. No. No, shut the fuck up. It's my turn. I have the talking stick. See, here it is. All right. Um, so what if paleontologists have all their shit fucked up and instead of having little fucking like, you know, uh, T-Rex arms, take the T-Rex's arms, flipping them around to the other, like, like do a 180 on them and it'll look like an ostrich's arms on an ostrich skeleton, right? So like well, hold on, hold on. Skeleton, I, to interject, I mean, I'm pretty sure the T-Rex's little skinny arms are in the same orientation as the ostrich. No, they're at, they're they're flipped. So like a, a T Rex is so like look, I'm gonna give you a side profile. So like look at me. Look at you gotta look. Look. So T Rex arms here, right? Yeah. If you take this and you Okay, I see like it now, this, yeah. That's a that's a wing, right? Yeah. So what what if they just got the fucking shit spun backwards and T Rex actually had like back facing arms that had wings and like he was just a giant ass dickhead bird. I mean that's what they're saying anyways. No. Did you just hear that there's like supposedly three T Rexes? Yeah, there's like the Allosaur, there's the T-Rex. No, 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 there's, there's like, like the... three different subspecies of the Tyrannosaurus Rex. That just came out. But that's fucking, that's legit, dude. Because I always thought they were yeah. not just puny little claws, but maybe for like digging yeah. in and ripping. Mm-hmm. I, like they're, they're, I'm not a paleontologist, yeah. so I don't know. But Also, like, like, so imagine this real quick. So like, the what was the first, the first big dinosaur movie was fucking Jurassic Park, right? Like. 95 96 right yeah like 93 but whatever yeah whatever whatever <laughs> fucking nerd so check this out so Someone's somebody somewhere like no you're fucking wrong dude you know how much shit i get every day like I, people just be like uh you don't know why you're wrong today mr miami it was like come on bring it man let's go um so without having any prior knowledge other than bones not bones i know Dan, shut the fuck up. I know fossils aren't bones. I know they're fucking bones that have calcified and turned into stone. And Get fucked, dude. I'm dumbing it down, okay? I know fossils aren't bones. Get off my dick, Dan. Um, all right. Because I know he's going to fucking mess with me as soon as this comes out. Um, so somebody somewhere like, hey, you know, Steven Spielberg, he, wrote, he directed Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, hey, uh, sound guy, T-Rex and Velociraptors need to make a noise. So some guy somewhere, without having any information, is like, I bet they're just like, you know what I think a T-Rex sounds like? Check this out. And it's like, dude, that sounds dope as fuck. Record that shit. Like, so somebody decided what dinosaurs sounded like without having any information or prior hearing it. Like, you know, isn't that crazy? That's pretty fucking crazy. Bunch of tortoise, like, tortoise sex noises and gorillas, probably. I, I don't... Yeah. Like, I, I was reading a thing the other day where, like, uh, they, they pulled people that were deaf and then regained their hearing through either like cochlear implants or whatever. And like one guy's like, yeah, I was kind of surprised that clouds don't make a noise when they hit together. You know, what? like I just, <clears throat> yeah. A deaf guy was like, I just, you know, you watch two clouds hit, you assume two large things hit together. They make a fucking noise. Why don't clouds make a noise when they hit together? I was like, shit, dude, I don't even know. I wow. Even thought about that. Yeah. Now, now I'm not going to be able to sleep. Tonight. I mean, they, <laughs> they could, but it might be too far away to hear. Who knows? Like a tree falling in the, in the woods. It could be one of those things, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jurassic Park was, the original was in 1993, by the way. I just fact-checked it. Boom. I knew I knew you'd be right. 
I was guessing. I was guessing. And uh, my guess was super accurate. All right, let's see here. Um, I have two more. Did I send you the... Charlie, do you remember the... I used to tell people, like, when people would ask me why I do things, I'm a scorpion. You remember the, like, the ancient Chinese proverb? No? Scorpion and a frog. Yeah. Yeah. Just scroll say that you know what I'm talking about, right? So yeah. somebody made a patch. See that? It's it's a it's a scorpion on a frog. Is that the one you sent me the other day? Yes. <laughs> All right. It's it's a frog, and at the top it says "LOL." Said the scorpion, and then the frog goes "LMAO." Like, <laughs> uh, sorry, that was that was just for me. That was just that was not for anybody but me. I'm surprised you don't. I'm surprised you don't have that patch. <laughs> I'm very poor. All right. So, um, parenting tip. So. For my birthday, I got my son an alarm clock that swears at him instead of making a beeping noise. He's in for a rude awakening. Oh, that was the punchline. Dad joke. I've heard that was the punchline. See, (laughs) fucking trash. No, so alarm clocks though. If if you have kids, you'll get this. If you don't have kids, you're not gonna get it. But I'm gonna make an alarm clock that instead of like buzzing or beeping, it makes a a sound of a baby throwing up. You could be twenty beers deep out, and then you hear the yeah. and you're fucking Yo, up right now. Could you guys? That, that's test? a fucking true story yep, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. You hear the huh, 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 and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, what the fuck's going on? Lights are on. You're like, what's going on? You're trying to catch the puke. Yeah, you got so much PTSD a... from that. If you hear it from your dogs, you do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, dude, I could make a fucking. I could write a make a whole Napster CD of fucking noises that my dog makes. Napster, fucking Napster. <laughs> Romo's doing this new thing where he farts every time he coughs. Oh. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> <And> it's... <laughs> I've been, dude, I've been trying to <sighs> capture it on video for so long because I'm gonna, I'm gonna start posting a bunch of videos of Romo, because uh, like he'll go, <laughs> and they'll go, <laughs> and he'll fart at the same fucking time. And it's like I feel so bad because he's having a lot of trouble, but like that poor dog. It's funny. Picture like a six hundred pound man who coughs and then shits at the same fucking time. That poor dog. Um, yeah. So remember we were talking about witches. Like me and my brother talked about witches, Ooh. and then yeah, not bitches, witches. And then Dan thought he was gonna correct us, and then you know we said it, and then my brother fucking got at me, and blah blah blah. Witches. Here's a new witch witch fact. So, do you know why witches were always portrayed as riding a broomstick? I can see this going a couple different ways. I don't know how you're going to play it. I'm intrigued. (laughs) School me. Because riding broomsticks back in the day, it was a euphemism for riding Satan's dick. Oh! So just, you know, think about that before you dress up as Halloween. And, like, it's a it was a post. Someone was like, hey, I learned this, that, like, Riding a broomstick was euphemism for, you know, riding the devil's dick. And then the person underneath that said, well, Quidditch just got a little weird, didn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even watch Harry Potter, and I got that one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All my other ones are just stupid dad jokes. It makes sense now that uh, all my exes, you know, dressed up as witches and whatnot. That makes a lot of sense. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I was doing fucking some training the other day and I was I came to the CPR section and like one guy was like it was just for one guy it was like he's like look dude I've been through first aid 700 times can you just hurry the fuck up 
I was like, all right. So like, first, clear the area. Make sure the area is safe. You know, uh, tilt the head back, lift up the chin, pinch the nose, look around, point, say no homo, and then go in and then start your fucking rescue. Bus. You didn't. And this, yeah, this, it was just me. Man. <laughs> and this dude fucking was laughing so fucking hard. He's like that. He like he's like after Connor, he's like that was so simple, but like. He goes, I'm, can I steal it? I was like, yeah, dude, that's, I didn't invent that. Like I saw it somewhere else. Like, you know, could you imagine you're like on the back of a 45 or like, you know, you're an EMT <laughs> and you're just like, you get the sutures, you do this, you do that. All right. No homo. <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, <laughs> bro, if I saw that in real life, I would fucking lose it. It's fucking funny. Oh my God. It's like my very first case. Oh, I don't even. You yelled no homo? <laughs> You have, you did that? So, so you know, I, I go through EMT school, and I think I'm going to do all this great badass shit, and all I think I'm getting is a bunch of migrants. Like, oh, you know, <laughs> I got a cough. I was like, well, I, I don't fucking do a cough. I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with that. Finally, I get you know one is like, he's talking to the translator, and I'm out there, and I was like, what's his problem? He's he's eyeballing me. What's his problem? And uh, he's like, he says he's got a problem. Like, what, what, what? Okay, we all got we all have problems. Was it his butt? It was his butt. Oh no no no! It had a crack in it. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a fucking crack in their ass. But do you know why your ass crack goes up and down and not left to right? Please tell me. Because if it went left to right when you went down a slide, it would go. But this dude, he's like, I don't I don't know if I want to tell him. I was like, whatever you do, it's like just just fucking tell me, right? Yeah, and dude just dropped drawers, and I was like, Jesus Christ! I got, the dude was standing in fucking gasoline, and pretty much all the skin on his fucking penis was nicknade. It was gone. What? Yeah, yeah. Woo! Just eating like, away. Like, it was eaten away by the gasoline. I was like, do? Fuck! This is my first case. Really? God damn. <laughs> What'd you do for that? that? No, you couldn't. I don't think I could do is rinse it. Just like you douse it yeah, in water like, and then uh, wrap it in fucking I, dressing or I, something? I didn't have fucking clean water, so sorry for that dude. If he's still around, pretty sure he is, but I had to use a little saline solution to, to rinse it, which probably burned like a motherfucker, and then wrap it and be like, hey, uh, fly surgeon, this dude needs to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but that was my... Yeah, his dick yeah. skin's gone. He has no dick skin. Could you imagine like making that report? Yo, bro, uh, what, what do you what do you, what do you got? Uh, his dick is fucked. You know how you're supposed to have skin there? Uh, sir, I don't know. Uh, his, his dick's gone. What? What? <laughs> his penis is is gone. Yeah, it was. So, like, yeah, you're probably you're probably on shitty yep. comms too. Yep. And it's like there's probably this long fucking delay, and you're like talking over each other, and he's like, "Did you say dick? yes?" <laughs> <laughs> so like, so like as a, as like a you were a second at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, so like I know our our corpsman like would like have like, oh, I gotta call the flight surgeon for this. So like, as a GM two EMT on an FRC, you're still in contact with like the flight. Yeah, surgeon? I'd call him straight up directly. Wait, hey, shit's fucked. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's fuck cool. We should have went over. He's probably out there. He's like, I don't get paid enough oh. to deal with fucking dick skin oh, being gone. I... We should we should have went over EMT. I, I totally forgot you were fucking EMT. Yeah, we could do another one about that too. 
What? Give me another. Give me another fucking shitty fucking crazy EMT. Uh, fuck. Uh, had one. Other than other than Dick gone, as I called him, was a. I had one as a a female. We we pulled up. You know, we had migrants and whatnot, and that that BM. You know, you know. I was sitting there and shitty it was shitty conditions. Whenever it was the BM one, the BMC, and I see this chick. She just she just laid out, man. And I first thing in my mind is like. She's unconscious. And I just look at him. I was like, hey, get me on that boat. And yeah, I'm armed up, you know, to do the whole post-boarding migrant thing. I didn't care about any of that. Only thing I saw was someone's unconscious. They need help. And uh, ended up being, I just I just jumped on board. I was like, get in close for people. I jumped on. Obviously, you know how migrants want to like kind of swarm you. I just yeah started shoving people out of my way. Uh, almost actually threw two two dudes overboard because uh, of it. I'm asking like, what's wrong with her? What's wrong with her? I ended up just picking her up. I was like, all right, fuck this, we're we're out. I just pick her up, th- jump back onto the small boat, and uh, I was like, all right, we gotta go, gotta go. I don't care what captain says. I don't put me in that notch, get me in there. And he's like, well, she needs a hard hat. I was like, no, put me in the notch. I don't care. I need on before we ever threw the line over to secure the boat into the 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 cutter. I was already stepping over, you know, to start procedure. She was severely dehydrated. She had like, dude, I think for what I went after, I think it was like her her sister or something was like she had like four different types of birth controls in her, so her hormones were all fucked. She was dehydrated. Um, she had crying. something else wrong with her, and I ended up. Stabilizing her. She ain't want kids that I bad, guess huh? not, man, but I ended up stabilizing her and <laughs> she's laying there and I was like, Okay, fuck, you know, my adrenaline's pumping. We're fucking I'm already yelled at the captain I was like, We need to get the fucking Key West like now. Like yesterday we should have been there. We're running full steam and I looked down, I'm doing my every you know, I think it was like every three minutes I was checking her vitals and <laughs> probably like, Okay, okay. Well that's when I noticed, oh she's not breathing. So I ended up getting a BVM or a back valve mask and breathing for her for the next hour and a half. Dude, it was that yeah, was wild. That was wild. That was probably the my most exciting case. Uh, I ended up breathing Dang. for her. I never stopped breathing for her. Stepped over onto the small boat, went on the small boat, got in, and I had a paramedic like grab me by my collar. But hey, 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 whoa, we got it because I was trying to get into the the ambulance with her because. I don't know if just you still gunned up. Yeah, I, I was just I was still gunned. I was still everything, and I was, dude, I was just so I guess into it. Like this is, I guess my mindset was this is my first patient, like actual like legit patient. You're not gonna fucking die on me. Yeah, don't want to <laughs> fuck this up. Yeah, but yeah, I've had that one. I've had one that this guy was acting like he was having chest pains, and it's like, yeah, I can give you some Advil. You want some Advil? And he's like, no, no, you know, I'm having chest pain. Well. I went down to grab my EMT kit, and so now this dude is like, "Oh, my chest really hurts," and he falls over and it acts like he's passing out. So I grab an OPA, open his mouth up, and I'm about to shove this thing into his mouth because he's passed out. I got to secure an airway. As soon as What's I'm about to shove it, in, uh, oral oral phalangeal airway. Correct me if I'm wrong. Just gonna... yeah, oral Thank pharyngeal you. airway. But it's basically a piece of hard plastic that goes down and secures your tongue so that way 
it opens up your airway through your through your mouth. So if I need to breathe for you, your tongue doesn't fall back and block the airway. I wish I got to go to EMT school. Best school. Hands down, best C school I've ever been to. You can do it. Yeah. Anybody can go. Any race yes. can go to EMT I've school. I've put in for EMT school at every single unit I've been at since I've been in. Yeah. Sucks to suck. Best hands down, Apparently. best best C school I've ever been to. Damn. Oh, that was yeah. just beer. Shove that in his mouth. <laughs> that dude woke up real quick. Never had a problem out of him ever again. <laughs> Damn. All right, guys. Well, uh, that's about all I had. Anybody got anything else? No? It was fun. I'd like I, to do it again. No, nah, man. I'm good. I, you, you'll be back for sure. Don't <laughs> worry. You're at the top of the list. Oh. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you guys in the next All one. Right, bye. Later.